0: Welcome to Portland Gateway Paratalk. We are the hosts Scott and Teresa, and we have a very special guest, Tui Snyder, on our show for a second appearance tonight. Tui is a inquisitive world traveler who believes that every home is a travel destination, whether researching forgotten history, unusual destinations, or historic cemetery symbolism. Tui writes books with an eye for quirky details and a touch of humor. Her, been, her work has been featured by Coast to Coast AM, Lifehack, WFAA-TV, the National Museum of Funeral History, and Call of Weir, among other outlets. <laughs> Twee lives in a goth tiki castle with her band scientist husband and strict tappy cat, who she adopted while traveling. When not on the road, she composed music, sings karaoke, and practiced boy-ball routines in their backyard. Without further ado, let's welcome Tui to the show. Yay! Yeah. Hi, hey. Scott and Teresa. Thanks. Hey,
1: hey hello.
2: Thanks for coming back. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me back. <laughs> we just like you that much. Couldn't bring oh, you back. No. Would have
0: you back earlier, but you're on that not nice w- trippy talk that you're <laughs> home moment with.
2: I refer- was... To- Two,
1: two months, but two then months. Oh, two, two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can see my math. <laughs> it felt like five. Oh, you're then, um, five, yeah.
0: could,
1: Two months. Wish, wish I was there. <laughs> It was a lot, and then, um, and then I had that book because I, when I went on that trip, I had a a book that I was supposed to have done by December first, and oh, my I
0: remember oh, how
1: about. Yeah, and my uh, publisher was like, "Well, okay, we'll give you till March," and so, ah, so I, I had a lot of crazy. You know, I spent a lot of time. You asked me to be on earlier, and I'm like, I just yeah, can't. I kept putting it off. I felt bad. Well, so
0: we're here now. <laughs> well, that's not a problem. We're, we got a whole bunch of, yeah. Oh, you yeah, have all, all sorts of day. great guests. Yeah. So. So, <laughs> we're lucky. So. Yeah.
2: Scott got lucky.
0: Scott's getting lucky. He's getting lucky. <laughs> He's getting
2: glad lucky. to hear <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 I've kind of been, I mean, I, I've been in a hiatus for quite some time. We're yeah. getting ready. To move from Indiana to South Carolina and now we're getting like close close like less than a month close close so I mean Scott's been absolutely amazing at understanding that it's just oh, it, thank you you know it's just when you got little ones and everything else it's oh it's, yeah. you have a lot going on in your life then and and thank god he has just been absolute and and all of our guests and everything I mean they've been very understanding to the fact that you know I pop in, I pop out, I pop in when I can. And so, yeah, yeah, we we get that kind of stuff all too well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see Jim Jim Kelly. Hi, Jim.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. Moving is tough. That's for sure. That's a real difficult thing to do.
2: (laughs) I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Well, it's going to be a good move. (laughs) You know what I like about moving? I like unpacking. Packing? I hate, I hate packing. See, we Unpacking, got... that's fun. <laughs> we got it good because um...
0: it's a new place, I guess. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this, I got yeah. this
1: here, and it's all pristine and it's your new space, but your yeah. old space you're like, ah, oh, why did I
0: just why did I this? And, yeah. and I throw it
1: in. I start off all nice. Here's a box for kitchen stuff, here's a box for this, and by the end, you're like, I'm shoving a pillow here, and I'm shoving, you know, it's just like bah. you can tell which things I packed
2: at the end. We got yeah we got very fortunate with this whole situation oh, um Soul because the, the reason we're we're moving is because my husband was offered
1: because the house went get out so <laughs> All right, we're out
2: man All right,
1: gonna so do it.
2: he got this job and movers come in and <laughs> they pack me up oh how nice to, is so that so <laughs> it's i mean you but now i mean there's things that you have to do like i I wasn't involved in the first process. My husband was in with the movers being involved. Now it's me, so I'm going to be on these people like a hawk, like making sure everything gets packed up correctly and certain things are <laughs> taken care of. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if they'll like me by the end of it, but but at least I don't got to pack it.
1: I, I just get to unpack. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, good to hear. Glad <laughs> to hear that. Yes, it's a lot less stress. It really. That is. is. It really is. Yeah get to hi. enjoy the fun
0: part let me see you there, SoulStream Radio, hi SoulStream yeah, Radio. that's John, that's John Amada, a good friend of mine oh nice yeah, I was on his uh, podcast uh, a couple of years back, I guess oh, okay and then uh, we all got away for, for a while, I guess, everything going on and he, he's back now yay so he, mm-hmm. I think he's on the 5th or 6th show I think now since so I'm back, so get a chance to wow. check out because SoulStream Radio.com.
1: Oh nice. Out, so. Oh Ken Reed's here. Hi. My friend Ken. Ken. He lives in Colorado. Hi Ken. So great to see you. This is nice. That's what I love about Streamyard stuff. You can see who's who's here. Right. <laughs> Ken's really really fun. He um he and his wife they have this um, group called the um, oh god I'm blanking it's a tea oh my gosh afternoon tea league and they invited me to be a member and uh they actually they do you know tea parties but they dress in like victorian and (gasps) edwardian clothing Uh, and they have really great tea and really great i'm I'm doing this because i'm um they'll have those little platters that have like you know different layers of stuff different things to eat on it and we've had zoom i've had zoom tea parties with them before but they actually have tea parties um out in cemeteries, a historic cemetery. They do one oh, wow. for the, at a specific uh, woman's grave and things like this. It's, it's really cool. And then they do take photos of it, make them look old tiny. And it's very that fun. Sounds they, they're, awesome. they're so fun. So much fun. That sounds
2: fun.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to get I love the
2: Victorian era. I'm obsessed with the Victorian oh, era. Oh
1: yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> and speaking of cemetery picnics, I was just at one last weekend. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, where'd you
2: go? What cemetery? Um,
1: It was in Dallas, Dallas, Oakland Cemetery. Um, And it's a historic cemetery that all the, if you look at a map of Dallas and you're looking at all the street names, you know, Ackerd is a very, like a common name you'll see. And I blanking, but a lot of other just, you know, if you're looking at a map of Dallas, um, the last names that you see in the cemetery, are all like, you feel like you're walking through a map. Oh, that street, that street, that street. (laughs) You you know who they're all named after. So this is a, a cemetery that was, um, you know, the, the who's who, who created Dallas, but then it became neglected. And so in the last five years, this group has adopted it and they've cleaned it up like amazingly. So oh, like I wow. I've talked to people who went there because their grandpa was buried there and they could not even find where uh, wow. now you can drive through it and there's roads, you know, the roads were there, but everything was just so wild and overgrown. You couldn't figure wow. out what anything was. And so it's pretty cool. It's got a, uh, a lot of victorian era symbolism um, beautiful monuments uh, statues that are just so pretty and um yeah. you know we, flowers and plants and all that good stuff
0: we love the old cemeteries and stuff and yeah hate to see it get that bad work yeah. you know it's so taking, nice not taken care of because somebody do it take the time to do it or, or yeah you this- know you no know, it's not it, get done, that, but that's nice that you did there for you it oh, is yeah. they
1: did they've got a non-profit group now and so you know this was a fundraiser they had a silent auction oh, cool. so i donated some stuff i donated some photographs and books and things like that and uh nice. and then they had food there they had you know this is texas so there was really great brisket right. <laughs> and stuff and uh yeah it was a lot of fun me.
0: yeah good stuff. oh brisket
1: <laughs> who else is here i'm just looking i want to say hi to everybody oh okay <laughs>
0: Yeah, but in there, give a shout out. See so who you are.
1: It's been so long since I've done a, like a live show. It just feels so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it's we enjoy it. I like doing it. I'm yeah. That's why I kept it up because I give you something to do. So
1: It's fun. It's really right. fun to chat with people and kind of connect.
0: And I, like, I like doing all the graphics and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, you
1: do yeah. such a great job. I love that intro you have for this. this. That's all him. <laughs> that is so cool. That is so nice. I get I'll I'll really get, well
0: produced. I'll get a shout out from for Canva. I do all my stuff in Canva. Oh, they,
1: Canva is awesome. Is. Canva I, is king.
0: That's, I do have a newsletter through there too. So.
1: Wow. But you you know what? Okay, Canva is a tool. But you, Scott, you know, obviously you have graphics, you've got the eye, you know what I mean? Well,
0: yeah, background background graphics.
1: You've got a background and graphics. So the tool comes in handy. I mean, it's just like saying it's like saying, Oh, you know, someone going, Oh, I really like the painting you did. And you're like, Yeah, well, I have this thing called a paintbrush, and oh my gosh, (laughs) it it really
0: helped so much.
1: Yeah, okay, the paintbrush does help, but
0: this back here.
1: (laughs) You have to have that graphic capability kind of humid in here today i wore yeah. a beret but my my reading glasses are fogging over <laughs> let me see
0: yeah but i just had sick with it
1: oh yeah i like that oh have fun yeah fun stuff yeah, yeah i'll
0: yeah. do that <laughs>
1: yeah i love it good stuff Close
0: your <laughs> thank you all right too you want to work on your uh Tell a story, Ben. I guess you set up. You want to start that? I mean,
1: oh yeah, you want me to tell some stories? <laughs> sure. I can tell people a little. If anyone doesn't know me, I'll just tell them that. Um, you know, like I, I write lots of books. Um, this is my first book. I'll just do show and tell, and then I'll tell them. Okay. So, like, I write travel books. Um, like, but they're not your normal travel books because I go to weird places. Like this is called Unexpected Texas, and it it sure it's a travel guide to Texas, but. The kinds of things you're going to see in here, um, I tell you where there is a, uh, the embalmed body of a horny toad on display and a little custom made velvet casket in a downtown like courthouse, stuff like that. Um, So it's not like, oh, just the random stuff that you could just find on TripAdvisor. I, I, not random, you know, the the obvious stuff. I I find weird stuff and I put it (laughs) in there. The offbeat overlooked is what I call it. Um, And then I have a travel guide to all the haunted places around here that I could find. And what I did was I really looked into the history behind it. So let's say they say, you know, oh, here's a bridge and Joe Blow haunts this bridge. I go, hmm, I do some, I, you know, have a lot of newspaper archives that I have access to and I dig into stuff and I look up that bridge and I find out, no, it's not really Joe Blow. It's, you know, Joe Smith and he was, you know, lived there. So I try to find kind of the history behind it. But then I, you know, include like, uh, I tell you how to go there. These are all places you could, like if you've got some, ghost hunting equipment and you want to do some exploring you could actually go to all these places. Oh my nice. so
2: they're all public places. That's they funny.
1: are. I didn't I hate it when you read about a, this is a pet peeve like you're reading a, I actually read about this haunted hot dog stand. And I was so excited it was close by and I'm like yay next you know my husband's next day off we are going to go to that haunted <laughs> hot dog stand. And then when I I looked into it deeper I was like you can't even go there anymore. They like put a parking lot over it and it's like private property you know it was just a yeah. thing where I'm like why did they taunt me like that don't even tell right. me about it I don't even <laughs> exactly. want to know about keep your hot dogs but <laughs> I just saw Sherry is here Sherry yeah. hi she she introduced herself to me recently because she's your buddy from work or something
0: yeah we have to work together probably what like 15 20 <laughs> years together nice back, back in uh, our Dorpier wow. at, actually at graphic colony
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Well, we connected. She said she was going to come tonight. She did. Yay!
0: (laughs) Yeah, she she does very good work too. I think she's still doing it. Are you still working, (laughs) Gracious? She says yes. Uh, Oh,
1: wow. Uh, Oh, so then my other thing that I I get into while I'm yeah yammering on about myself here. Let's see. Um, another book. uh, This is my most popular book. It's called um, Understanding Cemetery Symbols.
0: I got that one.
1: And this one is, you know, helpful. It was, I wrote it because I wanted a book like this. Um, it just helps to understand when you're in a cemetery. And I end up there a lot. I love cemeteries anyway. And it uh, helps explain what the different symbols mean that you see in cemeteries. And then I've got another one. This one's just fun. This one, uh, six feet under Texas. Because, you know, six yeah, flags uh, over we're, Texas, a little planet. We're this too. one. This one's a fun. I think this is fun. It, it tells you about a lot of weird graves and the stories behind them. I did a lot of historic research for it. I got like 50 chapters in here with a bunch of different. Wow. So it'll take you different places. Um, oh, she says, no, I'm in property in prop management man, now. Man. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Anywho, so we got all that. So, yeah, so I do write books. And I have one coming out this fall. And maybe I could be on your show again. Oh, this is the book that, that kept me so busy earlier and I couldn't yeah. be on your show because I had to get it done off to the publisher by March. And uh, oh, she loves cemeteries too. Well, good deal. I know she just joined my newsletter. I'm so happy. Great. So I, I do a weekly newsletter. If anyone watching this likes cemeteries, um, my newsletter, I Scott knows he's on it, um, but I, I started the thing now where like I, I do a cemetery news roundup. So I tell you, few things you know maybe an article I wrote or whatever um lately I've been sharing writing articles based on readers will send me things and ask me questions about cemeteries and I get inspired to write an article about it I'm working on one this week about maybe some hoodoo that was seen there so this should be interesting but anyway um I have like the cemetery news roundup at the end, which is really fun. So I just do um, five, three to five articles about cemeteries around the world and what's Mm -hmm. going on, um, strange stories, interesting monuments, um, just a bit of history, whatever. So that's a lot of fun. Um, Oh, and then the book I was going to tell you about, the one that's coming out this fall, is really different. It is a travel guide, but um, it doesn't have any phone numbers, addresses, um, websites in it. Because it's, I was telling someone, it's kind of like if Nostradamus (laughs) wrote a travel guide, (laughs) because um, I have, um, it's all for North Texas, I got Dallas, Fort Worth, and then 10 of the historic towns around here. And uh, the publisher, the way they have you do it is they you write rhyming clues so like four lines that rhyme like a little poem sort of but i mean they're not they're not wonderful works of poetry but i work in little um clues so each little quatrain um if you read it and then you look at this little picture you can figure out what i'm talking about and it'll take you around that town or that neighborhood okay. to different places. And apparently, it's been a very popular series for them. Wow. They did one on a lark. And so they were like, Oh, we're just going to do more. And so that's the book that's coming out in the fall. And I did have a lot of fun writing it. And I can hardly wait to see if, you know, hopefully, I didn't make no. the clues too hard or whatever. I, right. I tried to incorporate some historic background into them. Mm-hmm. Like there was this one building that people were afraid, you know, when skyscrapers were a new thing. People were afraid, and I read like articles where um, they were comp- letter- letters to the editor where they're complaining or they were worrying that the shadow from like a seven foot tall building, you know, to them, that was a tremendously high mm-hmm. building, might change the weather patterns and cause all sorts of stuff. Ah! So I was like, wow, you know, so I wrote a little, I tried to work that in. Like they were afraid of a shadow, no. tried to make it rhyme, and it was very no. fun.
0: The, the tall skyscrapers you can, you can't see clouds. So you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, now they're so yeah. flippin'
2: tall, you know, but back then yeah. it was very, very yeah, interesting that, that, to that's see. Funny. Now it was, kind of reminds me of like that that geocaching
0: thing. Oh yeah,
2: people do. I
1: think people who like urban exploring, um, yes, and absolutely. Stuff like that. There were some things I couldn't include in it because the way they had it, they wanted it to be stuff that since this came out, you know, at the height of the pandemic is when they were first right. making these books. Mm-hmm. So they wanted it places that you could kind of go with your family and friends and not have to go inside if the place is closed. Right. So or also a lot of places have gone out of business and stuff. So oh, I God. concentrated yeah. on things that can't move. So even like some of the small towns that I have in, they have got nice businesses, but they, they move to different places a lot around the town square. So I, I focused on architectural details and murals and sculptures that aren't going to move anytime soon right. I think the cemeteries in there um but things you could still go around a cool neighborhood and it kind of gets you you know it's it's a it's a type of mindset to travel that way like once you start finding these because hopefully people will find things i didn't put in the book and be like well this is cool you know what did she put in there so i right. think i think be fun.
0: So all your books, do you have? You can get them on Amazon, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Just well, can they get a signed copy from you, or that's good? Your site for a signed mm, copy?
1: uh, for a signed copy, um, you just email me, and I will send you a book plate, and I will I will sign it, and it's a sticker that you can put in there. So that's what I do. Okay. Because um, I've got a lot of surprisingly. Did you know there's a lot of cemeteries that have gift shops? (laughs) I didn't know this, um, but recently I know you don't. When you think. Cemetery. You don't think, yeah, you don't shop, think right? gift shop, right? <laughs> but there are some very amazing cemeteries um like the in Savannah and there's one in uh Atlanta. Okay. Um there's a little one in in Arizona that has a gift shop. Anyway, they carry my books and when they do um if they order books, I send them but I I send them a bunch of signed book plates and they can put them mm-hmm. inside the, Right. But it is funny, and the National Museum of Funeral History, they've got my books, too. If anyone sees them down there, take a picture, because I love to see my books in the <laughs> wild. But, um, yeah, theres that's I need awesome. to, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Who knew? The little Mitch.
0: Yes, that's, that's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> so, you want to start your uh, travel? Yeah, you
1: want me to do a little, uh, kind uh, of gives a whole new meaning to hey, wish you were pop- here postcards? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I be were here all right oh here we are here i am okay so here's just some i just wanted to say that i love to travel and let me bring up my stuff and um i i love to travel like i mean i love our whole planet i think we've got a wonderful planet when i hear people who want to go to mars i'm like fine go to mars i i I just love it here i'm pretty happy people say it's a small world i'm like not really (laughs) it's pretty darn big um so here's a picture this is down and i just thought i'd show some of the I I love, um, obviously, I love cemeteries. We've established that. But I also look for the offbeat and overlooked things. And here's an example. This is down in Alabama. This is, um, there's a billionaire. And he commissioned, you're just driving along this, you know, kind of these thin trees. You're just driving along a bunch of them. He commissioned a bunch of dinosaurs like full size <laughs> dinosaurs to be placed there so it's very random suddenly you got the dinosaurs <laughs> and then um you go to this uh boat launch area and when you're there he also commissioned i think he commissioned this big huge spider which freaked <laughs> me out because i'm very scared of spiders oh, that yeah, was no. fun thing and then another thing he commissioned was they call it bama hinge And so (laughs) so it looks like Stonehenge, but it's, um, it's in Alabama and it's, um, it's life-size and I think it's made of fiberglass and he, yeah, so it's very goofy. And I have a thing about, um, I call them faux hinges because I love, I mean, everybody loves Stonehenge, right? And I have never been there, but I, I always seem to find these, what I call faux hinge. So this one's really fun. So it's called Bama hinge. Here's another, this one is in Texas. And I always do the, when I visit them, I go do the, <laughs> the <laughs> Vanna White look. And you know what? I forgot. I got, my, my mom's in the hospital this afternoon and I got distracted. There's a cool one in Texas, which I forgot to do, which is very nice. It's actually probably the best fake Stonehenge I've seen. It's from these stones. <laughs> but this one cracks me up because it's also got the Easter Island guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very goofy. And this one's not as tall. I don't think this is full size. So it's a lot of fun, and then then I last summer we got to go down to Marfa, and I just love the whole area down there. It's a beautiful yeah, part yeah. of Texas, and they have this life size. If anyone's seen the movie Giant, this is, these are all references to mm. the movie. So there's Elizabeth Taylor and yeah, James t it, Oh wow! This is the movie I, I watched Giant right before we went to Marfa, so now I'm yeah, familiar. Yeah, with it. I um, saw it, Yeah. This house is actually um, based on a house that's just a little north of me called El Castile. I should have added that to my thing. I didn't. Oh, well, it's a very interesting house. But um, th- when you go here, there's music playing because Mike Nesmith from the Monkees, he composed <laughs> music to go along with this. And there's like solar power that plays the music. So that's a lot of fun. Oh, oh wow. Well, that's just some of the fun types of things I look for when I'm uh, in America. And then when I'm traveling around the world, I gotta say one of my favorite places in the world is, well, I'll just is I'll just dig around here. I didn't get these in really a great order. One of my favorite places in the world is Venice, um, mm-hmm. and I think it really lives up to the hype. And so I'm showing wow. you this picture because um, the mascot, if you will, for Venice is the winged lion, and so um, the way the let's see. The winged lion stands for St. Mark. And so there are four animals. So you know how, if you're a Christian, there in the Bible, there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the first four, um, the gospel, the first four books, you know. And so um, Matthew is an angel. That's his attribute, as they call it. Mark is a lion with wings. Um, Luke is an ox. And John is an eagle. But everywhere you go in Venice, you're gonna see lions with wings because a long time ago they stole some bones that were supposed to be Saint Mark's, <laughs> oh. and they yeah, they just stole them. They're like, these are our now, these belong to us. Anyway, so that's kind of the theme of the town. So when you go to their main square, Saint Mark's Square, you're gonna see a lion with wings again because that stands for Saint Mark's. They got this incredible clock, and then they have this um clock tower okay here's the clock tower <laughs> like i say clock tower i think back to the future but uh, um, a... yeah <laughs> and um where is it they're um gonna show did i not get a picture they have a really nice um the center of that clock is i don't know it's it's um astrological signs
0: oh, and i wanted okay. to show you that
1: darn it i don't know that i have it oh here you go so you can see the oh, signs of the yeah. zodiac so you can tell what day of the year because um, back in the day there was no difference between astrology yeah. and astronomy. They were the same. And so like, you know, we just had Easter and, you know, Easter's date changes every year. And that's because it's the, what well, is the first Sunday after the first full moon after the vernal equinox, you know, which is, which is spring. So after, you know, and so that's, so they needed to know. So it was important to have a, astronomical clocks and so this is really cool thing that is cool yeah yeah so it's pretty neat so um so i like i was saying i love one of the places i went to in venice like i said i absolutely love venice i it it, what i like about venice well so many things but one thing is um there are no cars because it's all those canals And then if you stay overnight at night, you know, a bunch of tourists come during the day and then they leave. And I mean, obviously, I'm a tourist, too, but there's so much fewer of them at night. So if you can be there a few nights and you could walk around after five o'clock after everyone's had to leave, um, there are no no cars at all. So it's quiet and you just walk Uh, around and you feel like it's a thousand years ago. I mean, it's just a neat feeling. Um, Yeah, it really is. I totally think it lives up to the hype. One place I went to uh, was the crypt of San Zaccaria. I'm I'm probably saying it wrong now. But you go into this nice church, and most people don't know that if you ask, you can go downstairs. And by downstairs, you go into this crypt. And Venice, you know, is built on these man-made islands. So it floods and it's wet there. And I don't know if you can tell how there's some water on the ground. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Here's another one here's here's i'm downstairs you can see that kind of green mark that's where like the water gets up to sometimes
2: so you walk around there
1: and it just feels the air feels old yeah (laughs) you know you don't really think about i think the air is old here but it does um here's another so yeah so you can see this crypt i mean something's buried in there it it, that was a pretty cool thing um that's neat and then another, I'm just going off about Venice. It's one of my favorite places in the world. If anyone ever gets a chance to go there. Um, I'm jealous. <laughs> it's worth going. It's totally <laughs> worth going. Go. Okay, this is pretty neat. Um, I did an article about this. Here, maybe I'll share the, um, I'll just share this in case anyone's, I don't know if I can share it. I'm used to, oh, I don't know if I can.
0: Really?
1: I was going to share a link, but I don't know if I can. I'm used to. I don't think I can. Can I? I can't comment. Should
0: be able to in the comments. You can share in the comments. Yeah.
1: I don't see a spot. I know you guys can. I don't think I can for some reason. Oh, well, I was going to say because if you go to, um, i well how can i share this i could share it with one of you guys on um (laughs) in facebook messenger and you can share here scott i'll share it with you on facebook messenger real quick all right because if anyone wants to know because it goes into this article i wrote goes into detail about all the cemetery symbols on this gorgeous um pyramid so this is a pyramid for uh, a sculptor named canova and he was a real big deal in his day. I mean, he was known around the world um, to the point where, like, you know, he did uh, sculptures of people like Napoleon and different, you know, um, George Washington, uh, oh, wow. things like that. He was so well known that everyone wanted their, you know, to be, have their portrait done by Canova. And uh, he was from Venice. And so that's why you see, you know, you see a winged uh, lion, of course, on this um, on this pyramid. This is inside a church that they call the Frari in. um
0: not too well? Huh? Uh, I don't know what it did, but I think the link is there.
1: Oh, did the link go in?
0: Oh. There yeah. there. Wow,
1: it made it huge
0: <laughs> Yeah. Let me try again. Let me actually click on it now. Let me click copy. on it. Oh, it's
1: not letting me click on it. Oh, yeah, it's not, letting
2: me, it's not on. letting me click
0: on it either. Well, I'll fix it. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. I, I did something stupid, so. <laughs> oh, well,
1: eh, who knows? Anyway, so he um, he, he created this. He designed uh, this pyramid. This is inside a church in, in Venice. And he designed this to be the tomb for the painter Titian, who he really admired. But he ended up dying. Canova did before that. So his students created this and, and they, they created it for wow. him. But here's the thing. Um, he's, only his heart is buried here. And his heart is, I don't know, does my cursor show up? It's right inside that urn. Yeah. So this hooded figure, this morning figure that's walking into the uh, pyramid. And the, the reason that it's a pyramid is because he was a Freemason. And so okay. this has got some Masonic um, symbolism to it. And if anyone wants to read that article, I go into all the symbols here because it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, so, um, but only his heart is in here. His right hand isn't pickled in a jar and it's in a museum, and then the rest of his body is in another place. So I mean, three different places. <laughs> a little bit crazy, but that's that's the way it went for Canova. But they, his students, really loved him. And one thing that's kind of neat when you go in here, you can see um, there's each section like one sculpt one of his students did this section and one did this section so each section okay. has got whole. Well, it's got different names on it you can see who did what and i can't remember who did oh, what but God. but it is a lot of fun and i love this there's so much symbolism i mean you've got here's canova and here's an oroboros which is a snake biting its tail that stand for eternity uh, yeah. okay. you know there's just so many there's so much here it's a lot of fun um yeah that's really neat so i and I they
2: actually let you go into
1: it. No, you can't. Okay. They, they've got okay. um this little gate here. You have to stay back here. I know I would have liked to have climbed up there and but no they yeah you can only that's as close as you okay. can get. <laughs> um now in Venice they have a whole island that's the cemetery island and I did visit the cemetery island and oh, oh my wow. gosh I mean the 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 statuary and everything there is yeah. really amazing. I didn't I mean I, I guess I could have uh, I didn't get a chance to really get all that together but but one other thing i thought people might find kind of fun that has to do with uh, venice is um well i went to this church on the island of murano and hobby. <laughs> what's that
0: there's your hobby say you yes say my
1: hobby yeah that's larry <laughs> larry my hubby hey larry yeah hey larry <laughs> So we went, this is on the island of Murano, and this church is from the 7th century. So it is freaking old. This is a very old church. They don't even quite know exactly when it, at least from what I remember, um, exactly when it was built. But it was early, early. And one of the things about this church is, okay, let's see. Let's say you're looking up at the main, you know, the front of the church where the main altar is and everything. You look behind it, and you see these bones. These are... These are allegedly um, dragon bones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: (laughs) Because St. Oh, gosh. St. Donatus um, allegedly slew a dragon back in 1125 or something like that. And these are the bones of the dragon. Although they look an awful lot like whale bones that I've seen. (laughs) So, I mean, they are something. They're the bones of something. We got that much. But they got... You know, back in the day, they were like, hey.
0: They are like ribbons.
1: But a lot of people don't know these are here. They come. It's a really cool church. It's like really ancient, really cool ancient things to see. But they don't know that those are allegedly dinosaur. I mean, not dinosaur bones. Dragon bones. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun. Uh, Let's see what else is there. There is. I was going to show you. There's some other things in that church. Do I have it? oh this is kind of interesting i think and i didn't ever found out you know this is corpus meaning body right Hmm. saint gerardi sacred you know sagredi whatever so this is like um every now and then when you're in a church in europe you will see an uncorrupted saint like the body of a saint that didn't rot supposedly and whatever and they're um you know kind of eerie i don't i never did find out the full story on this guy because i was there to see the um dragon bones but That's i looked right. over and i saw him i just thought i would share that because i was looking at i was looking at my folder today and i'm like oh yeah i need to still need to look at the story behind that wow yeah interesting i know i didn't know if anyone had any questions yeah that was a lot of fun um so number two oh number three okay another spot i went to that just this place uh, i mean my husband when he was little um his dad worked for the uh he was an airline mechanic and Larry lived in New York. And so, and he had three brothers and it was actually, his dad could get like free airfare. That's nice. kind of a perk, right? And so <laughs> yeah. it was back in those days, it was actually cheaper for their family to fly to Europe and, and visit that than it was to go to upstate New York and try and, you know, feed everybody and get a hotel. Wow. and everything. So they would fly. So he has pictures. He's gone to Egypt a lot when he was a kid. And I'm, wow. I've always been so jealous of him, you know, and we just never got the chance to go. But last year we got the chance to go to Egypt and I just oh, threw some cool. pictures in here. I don't even know where I didn't organize these at all. It's just like this, this was Hatshepsut's temple, female Pharaoh. So really interesting. And there were some people who didn't like that there was a female Pharaoh and you can see where they've scraped out her name on some things.
0: Oh wow. But this is
1: really fascinating. Um, and this is just, you know, you go there and you see people. I mean, the men just dressed in their traditional garb. You're like, oh yeah, I'm not in Kansas anymore. This is really interesting <laughs> place. Um, we went to the Valley of the Kings, and that's where there are a whole bunch of tombs right? Oh. And one of the tombs you might have heard of, somebody named Tutankhamun, King Tut. King Tut. Yeah. And so you walk in here, yeah, King Tut. <laughs> I know I had that in my head, the King Tut song a lot. From, And you walk down this steep, you know, each tomb is a little different, but you walk down these steep entrances and you go around and I'm pretty claustrophobic, so I was a little worried, you know, but I didn't, I was fine. So if anyone's a little bit claustrophobic, believe me, it's, it, you, and you love history, you're going to be fine in there. And here's just a selfie of us just to prove, oh, we're here. I can't believe yeah. it. But I was just, I was blown away. There was so much history. We had, um, this professional guide with his, who was nice. a, a, he was an Egyptologist and you could just ask him whatever. Um, I took so many notes and everything. I mean, look at the size of those columns. I wow. mean, this is the temple of Karnak, but I mean, these things are freaking huge. Yeah. There is so much history there. It was just, uh, I was so, we were very lucky, um, to be able to go. I would love to go back. I, I'm still blown away. I was taking notes. I was recording him. I was trying to learn things. <laughs> I mean, it my mind's still a little blown that I even got to go there um so i don't know i highly recommend if anyone ever gets a chance to go to egypt i would totally go back again it was neat and then the song how we doing on time okay we're doing okay i was gonna say um i thought i would talk a little bit about i don't know if you guys have ever been to this is another place that i totally bucket list and if you ever get the (laughs) chance i would i would tell you to go to petra which is in jordan and so you, you walk in okay so there's this ancient um peoples called the Nab- Nabataeans and they had this amazing garden city in oh hi <laughs> let's see Bob and Connie McIntyre hi guys so glad you came <laughs> yeah I I totally recommend going to Egypt it it's just wow I yeah I, I was like <laughs> overwhelmed and I and I have I just I could have shown so many pictures I just didn't know but anyway Jordan's a really cool place so so Jordan, the country of Jordan is interesting. Um, hey, <laughs> hi. If a lot of science fiction films are filmed. Oh, in really? Jordan. And yeah. so you can see why. The countryside, when you're driving along, you're like, gosh, I can see why they might use this for Mars. And and our guide was telling hi. us a whole list of, of mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, movies that are filmed there. But when you go to Petra, um, that's where... you. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site and you show up and you walk down for a couple of miles down this really narrow canyon and along the side here in some places you can see where they had um, little like irrigation areas where water would go because it's really dry now and arid and nothing's growing there but back in the day when the Nabataeans were living there it was this incredible garden city Oh, okay. kind of there and they traded and they 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 were aware of the ancient egyptians they were aware of the ancient greeks and you know the ancient greeks they would talk about the ancient egyptians so i mean egypt's history just stretches oh, yeah. out freakishly long i mean it just but to hear about right. this culture i love the mixture of, of of different cultures so you walk down and you're going okay so you walk down and then when you come out at the bottom you hit this gorgeous, you see what they call oh, the treasury.
0: That's,
1: it's, that's the treasury. And um, they call, Napoleon named it the treasury, which was a misnomer. It's actually, these are tombs. These are mausoleums. So oh, okay. um, people were buried there in the day. So these weren't, this part wasn't really the city, city part. This was like, these are the Nabataeans' um, burials ground so but but you can see the greek influence here and uh but this is into sheer beautiful rock here's another picture um and so while we were there here's another one just um the locals they thought it was a cold day so they were all bundled up (laughs) like seriously (laughs) anyway um (laughs) And then, there are, and then there were okay so you go down there i like how look at he's leaning against a camel look how big a camel <laughs> is i don't know have either wow. of you, have either of you ever ridden on a camel
2: i haven't ridden on one but i've been next to one my kids did it yeah. um at at a, f- a, fair a be, yeah something yeah. that we went to i'm like yeah they're yeah, yeah. okay you just say yeah, you're
0: I, late. I did already uh, too with, with my son did one time
2: yeah, you know, I just kind
1: of thought, okay, so I would ridden on horses quite a bit, and um, we decided we wanted to stay down there as long as we could, because we're like, hello, how long, how often do we get to see this? And there's other stuff, too. It's not just this. As you walk down, you see these other, you know, stone things, and it's just, it's worth, so we we waited to the last minute, and then we thought, oh, we're going to be late, because uh, we were on a ship, so we've got to get back to the ship. <laughs> so let's ride a camel back, right? That How hard can that be? We'll just get on a camel. Uh-huh. <laughs> So here's another look at a camel. Yeah, camel, okay. Yeah, sure, you know. But they are much bigger than... Um, <laughs> Until he comes in
2: at like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, yeah, and these things
1: are so freakishly tall. Let me see if I can find the... Um, oh, I, I have a little... Uh, I had a little... Oh, I guess it's not showing in here. It's... um Maybe I can um share it. It's like a little... I don't know why it's not showing. Uh, I, okay, well... I had a little, I guess it's a little movie, but it doesn't show on here. Oops. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Just a second. Let me see if I can bring it. Ah! Oh, no, I should bring that up again. Okay, just a second, guys. Well, um, uh, I don't know if it's going to show it. Yeah, that's not showing, is it?
0: I'll see your thing.
1: Hi. Okay, okay. I guess it only shows my, um... What i was showing you before <laughs> oh no but how do i bring it it hasn't come back up oh i goofed it all up didn't i let me do something here <laughs> i don't know what i was doing okay let me see we oh, played then. videos
2: before right yeah yeah, we yeah. Played videos Is, has it hasn't come before. back did it come Our back pictures are back other the
1: pictures are back. Okay. Well, I guess I can't show that. I won't worry about it too much. But um, so here, you, you, you know, all right. What I did not realize, and I, I had some other pictures that showed. Oh, here, You know, they're so weird. Look how, look how camels fold themselves up. It reminds me of a cat. They are so weird. I'm, I'm really fascinated by them now. They're the weirdest animals. I love them, though. But when you get on one, okay, you climb on it. And then it leans forward yes. and, and you about fall on your head and then, then it leans back, and you about fall back. And then, and then it starts going. And I mean, I've been on horses a lot and you can kind of usually get into their
0: stride. Camels do the
1: weirdest thing. You're like, what am I doing? And, um, and so I did best on my camel when it was galloping, you know, but it turned <laughs> out, you know how horses, they can like expand their belly because they don't want to have the saddle on. And then they, and then, and then it's loose. Yeah. My camel had done that. And so when we You're turned, I thought I was going to die, basically. I was like, I can't, I'm going to fall off this thing. And um, yeah, it was the craziest thing. So we, we thought that our guide was going to take us right up back through the same, you know, the same area. But instead we got on this camel. So like, you know, we're 13 feet off the ground or something now. And I uh-huh. realized all there is, is like rock to fall on, right? And uh, so he took us this back route. And so we're going. And I'm about to fall off. They tighten my thing, so then I was fine. But um, the camels—they are amazing. So there was this, there was this hill. He goes, "Oh, we're going to turn up here soon." I'm like, "Where?" That's like a, like a you know, almost a 90 degree angle. I mean, how could you? Not that much, but it was very, very steep. The camel could do it. It was just going up. I'm like, "My life is in your hands, camel." I forgot—I <laughs> wrote down the name of my camel, but I kept talking to her like, "Oh, you know, Nabisha, Nabisha, love you, whatever her name was." And so then. Um, so then so then it gets weirder. So then we start to wonder, like, have we been abducted? Because we're just going farther. <laughs> I mean, I've got a pretty good GPS, and I could just feel we are not headed back the right way. We were veering. So he, he um, we get off our camel, and the guy goes, um, our camels, and the guy goes, okay, my, my cousin takes you now. Um, he doesn't speak English. So we get into a car with some dude we've never met, doesn't speak English. And there's this really narrow road that just has sheer inclines like oh. no sh- no shoulder oh, no. and he's driving like mario Andretti, you know and he has this really great he turns up this egyptian music it's like and i'm like oh we're gonna die i mean there's no seat belts i don't know what to do and um and then he comes up to this um so i'm thinking okay hopefully we're kind of headed back the right direction i'm feeling a little better and then all of a sudden we hit um there's a bunch of sheep in the road <laughs> And we're just sitting there with sheep going around for like 20 minutes, like man, man. I'm like, we're gonna be late. And then, um, and then finally <laughs> Move we get your to sheep, the... man? <laughs> and then he just drops us at this um, place with with um, a fence with concertina wire and guys with machine guns. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now we've been abducted, totally. Oh boy. And and he's just like, eh, you know. I'm like I don't know what you're saying um uh, so then yeah then we get another ride oh my gosh so long story short we lived obviously but I mean it was just one thing after the other um with that whole and I was so sore my hands were really sore the next day because um I spent about twenty minutes thinking I was going to fall to my death off the camel, and so the only thing I could do is oh hang onto oh the saddle God. really tightly. And they they told me to put my leg like up over in front of me, so I'm sitting in this really. They're like, "Oh, just do this, Madame," and he takes my shoes, so I don't even have my freaking shoes, and like, <laughs> and like puts my leg over it, and I was like, "That'll be better." I'm like, "Right, totally feeling like I'm going to fall off now." So yeah, for like three days, my hands were like stuck like this. You know. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that was my big. Can okay, I? But I it, I was left with like a total fascination and love of camels wow (laughs) yeah dr evil's lair no kidding i mean i was (laughs) i was really wondering like what have we gotten ourselves into we thought it was like a shortcut you know blah 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 yeah right it was it was a good adventure though (laughs) oh my gosh so we show up we're all sweaty and covered in sand and everything and running you know to get on our bus and Then some other couple was like 15 minutes later than us. We're like, oh, okay, oh, we're we're good. good. Jeez, you know, after all that,
0: (laughs) and it would be a car.
1: (laughs) I know it was so nutty. Oh well, whatever. It was a good adventure.
2: You took a car. I took a camel, and you're silly.
1: (laughs) I know. Oh my goodness, it was nutty, nutty. Yeah, but I. If anyone ever gets a chance to go to uh, Petra, I do. I do highly recommend it. And. I don't know. I, I wasn't really sure what all. I, I when you first asked me to be on here, you you know asked if I wanted to share some stuff about my travels. So that's why I threw a few things into the travel yeah. folder.
0: <laughs> I hope you would. Oh, yeah. yeah of
1: Fun. A right. lot of fun. Totally recommend it. <laughs> and of course, every time I travel, I'm always looking for the nearest cemetery to see what is up, because um, there there are some very varia- variations around the world, obviously, and I want to see them. <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's interesting, you know, your book with like the symbols and stuff. Like you were Mm -hmm. saying earlier, so many people we do that. We we go to cemeteries. You see a symbol, you have no idea what that thing means. Mm -hmm. It it would be very nice to kind of have, like you know, your handbook there where you go into that place. Then you know, you look it up, you know exactly what that symbol means. Then
1: yeah, it can definitely help. Yeah.
2: yeah, We, um, Scott, you've been to Centralia before, right?
0: Oh, a couple times, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of cemeteries in Centralia, Pennsylvania. Oh, Where okay. if you didn't, if you did not know what those symbols meant, you would have absolutely no idea, like, what kind of cemetery you were even in. hmm But yet, some of those cemeteries are kind of very, are based on <sighs> someone's, background, their religion, their, you know, yeah. what I
1: mean? you have to take the co- um, context. So yes. so sometimes, you know, I love it. I mean, I do get a lot of emails from people and they send me pictures of headstones and they're curious about it, but sometimes they just zoom in just on the symbol. And I'm like, well, can you give me the whole thing? Because, um, right. it, and can you tell me, because the same symbol could mean something in a Jewish cemetery or a yeah. Christian cemetery, or different time periods. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of... I, I, yeah, you need to see. Like, a good example is, like, let's say you see a picture. Not a picture, but, a, you know, a picture of water. So, mm-hmm. if you just zoom in and you see a picture of water on a headstone, um, if you're in a Jewish cemetery, then that means they descended from the tribe of Levi. And so, they're a Levite. Okay. And because the Levites would have their hands washed uh, by the priests... But if you're in a Christian um, cemetery and you see a picture, um, it probably means it's a righteous woman. And she may have been, uh, you know, involved in um, against um, prohibition, (laughs) things like that. So so it's kind of it's just it's, you know, and you need to know the time period. Okay, this is from the Puritan era. Oh, this is from the, you know, what era? So like when it when it was done. Is helpful
0: too yeah I, I shot i only went one time century yeah and that was doing an investigation there oh neat and we, we set cameras and recorders that have all the territories are there yeah. and then i started to rain you
2: can't do it now oh
0: <laughs> so we probably go but yeah we did an investigation there oh that's then,
2: cool uh, centralia is a town that was actually um Pretty much abandoned. It was. It was abandoned oh, yeah. because of the fires under the ground.
1: Um, Actually, I learned about oh. that from Scott because he said, okay. he said yeah, yeah, that know. is so it cool." Is, I had a, I it get, is a yeah. very
2: interesting place, but it you is. can't visit now. Um, if they catch you, you can't in a cemetery, at all now. Oh. If they catch you in a cemetery, they will absolutely find you. Um, uh, what what we used to refer to as Graffiti Highway. Um, mm-hmm. They have completely closed that out. You cannot get to it anymore. It's too bad. I'm like, oh, why? Like it it was just one of those. I mean, especially if you're from Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just one of those very cool places to go to in your state that brought Mm -hmm. back so much history because it wasn't just about. It wasn't just about the fire on the ground i mean it yeah. you also learn about all of the different people that were forced out yeah. of their homes the people that stayed and were like screw you i ain't leaving my house like yeah well,
0: I'll, I'll, slow you up. I'll do you up i'm gonna set up a show in a month to just try us
1: trial
0: i got tons of pictures and...
1: so interesting yeah. You should do that, especially you now see, that you well. can't go there I have, I, have the, I
0: have the opening in June now. Oh, So wow. I can probably make it. Yeah, maybe, you should do that.
1: That sounds good. We'll
0: travel June 1st.
1: That sounds good. Yeah, yeah do it. That'll be a good one. You know, I was going to say, like we're talking about traveling, I'm going to say to people that it's always good um, to bring some sort of spray when you travel a lot because, um, you know, you can't burn smudge you can't smudge your hotel rooms or whatever you know you can't just be burning things willy-nilly but sometimes you can be staying someplace that just feels icky and I have it's good to have some (laughs) some smudge spray Mm -hmm. essentially so that is something I always every time I start to just think oh I never have to do that again then something will happen and I'll Will be like okay
2: i guess I, do. Not, I mean even just moving even just moving into a new house like I, oh yeah 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 like when we move into this new house I, I will be cleansing the heck out of that place before any of my belongings go into it <laughs> maybe no. you
1: could do a penny charming have you ever done a penny charming
2: yeah um no i don't think i have
1: what you do is, and I did this. Um, I heard about it on a guy's website, Slade Roberson. Anyway, he's a psychic, and okay. I, I had lived. I moved here into Texas in 2009, but I don't think I heard about it. Penny Charming until 2010. Anyway, okay. what you do, you know, when you move into a new place, is you sort of introduce yourself to whatever lives there. You know, you you like do your smudging or whatever, but you know, you clear it. But you still right. have the things that are just naturally there, and so you you. The space itself and you introduce yes. yourself and then you um you put a penny or some coin up above a, a door somewhere a door that leads out and then
2: okay I have I have heard of the um so and actually um mm-hmm. I grew up around this oh uh, I could never understand why there were pennies above my grandparents doors oh wow We were little assholes, like you know what I mean. As grandkids, we're like, yeah, yeah, penny, you know, and Mm -hmm. grandma would give us heck about the don't touch the pennies, and but grandma, it's penny, Uh, you know. Now, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. I've I've seen
0: that in my family a
1: lot. Okay. I did that. I did it uh, when my husband wasn't around and I I put a penny up on something. I I wrote down exactly what happened. I don't remember now exactly what happened. But what I do know is I went up to take a shower. I'm the only one home. And when I came back down, there was like, I think it was a nickel was on that I had not put there was on the um, nearby, like down below. And then a few months later, when I went feeling up for the penny or whatever coin I had put up there, it was gone. So I don't yeah. know, but there, but there was a coin that I definitely had nothing to do with had just appeared on the, on the little rim of our like uh, aquarium area. I was there's, just like, what?
2: It's interesting because there, there's so many things. Um, a, a girlfriend of mine was just talking about this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, I did not grow up in a very religious family. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we had family members that went to church every mm-hmm. Sunday, did, I mean, everything, you know, mm-hmm. but we weren't a very religious family, but growing up, we always took notice to certain things. And it's like, well, what is that? Like, well, what is that supposed to mean? What is, mm-hmm. you know, and
1: signs like signs, or yes.
2: And a lot of times wow. it was, well, so see, full, now folkloric. I discovered right. yes like i actually discovered and i mean this is kind of just recently where i really started to indulge into this path um that like witchcraft is in my family my mom's wow. family so mm-hmm. all these symbols and craft that i was seeing as a kid well now uh-huh. they make sense because now i'm in my own journey and my own path of this and i'm like ah, now you know- i understand
1: I, have, I, I haven't I have had that experience, but I've listened to podcasts where other people have been like, gee, I grew up and I realized grandma was doing these things that are actually folk yeah. magic. And yeah. they were un- just not aware mm-hmm. of it. They never connected the dots. But then on their own path, mm-hmm. you know, they pick up a book somewhere and they start reading and they're like, yeah. wait a minute, my grandma used to do something similar. <laughs> yeah. You know, even the whole thing like this, you know, when you see this in heavy metal, yeah. you know, yeah. like I forget, I'm not a big heavy metal person, but the like bass player for black sabbath or whatever he 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 started this and so now you know back in the day and it's because his grandma would always do that to him when he was going to go somewhere and so that Uh was like her her it was like to ward off it was kind of an evil eye thing like in italy they do something a lot like that the corno it's it's the horns the corno so i think that but i mean now it's like ah, you gotta stick your tongue out heavy metal head <laughs> banging but it was like from his grandma who knew they were doing something you know grandma's folk magic worked its way into and so he would do that before each show i think cuz she would always do it for good luck anyway people picked it up okay yeah, someone else can research that i'm i'm just i'm not i don't have that totally all the facts down on that <laughs> but i it bubbles up a little something along
2: those lines. <laughs> we see symbols around us all the time it's just one of those things where you you either know or you don't know you know it Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting I mean even even just moving out so Scott and I are from Pennsylvania but Uh when I came out to Indiana there were certain things in the town that we've been in here and it's like what the hell does that mean like is there and I'm still I've been I've been here almost four years and I've Well,
1: I might figure it out one day. (laughs) Text signs on old barns and things like that when you
2: drive. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's neat because it's something a lot of people don't really, you don't really go about your daily life really paying attention. You 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 see it it's decorative? Yeah, you see it every day of your life. You might pass it every day of your life. But you have no idea what it means. -hmm. That's my whole, like,
1: approach to travel. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Pay attention to the things that you go by every day. Like, what does that mean?
2: The oddities. The oddities. out.
1: Yes. And then before you know it, you're not bored anymore because you're really digging into some strange story about your local area. And you're like, what?
2: Right. Yeah just get out a
1: map and look for a place with a weird name near you and try to figure out what it is what's a map what's a map yeah okay go to google maps I, i got a map behind me i love maps i just love to look at them but there's a place near me called wizard wells and i've been through there before and nope it was weird it was like a ghost town like there were buildings that are obviously being lived in but i couldn't I wanted to talk to somebody no one was around and it was interesting but um I've been to but I'm sure there's some great store behind wizard wells I need to go back there again
2: (laughs) yeah I there there's a place out here and I mean some of the locals I mean now that I've got to you know know some of the people out here um and they understand my background now it's like have you the witch's dwelling I I believe is what they call it and I'm like the (sighs) what. And yeah, all what? of them are like, you need to go check this place out. It's literally only like 20 minutes away, but I can't find it. I guess because I'm Ooh. not, I can't remember like what they call it. It's like a very local thing.
0: So yeah. when I go
2: to try to find it just by doing like a Google search, I can't find it. And I'm like, that's Ooh. one place I would have really have really have loved to have gotten to, to check out. Cause yeah. Because everyone, they're like, oh, you're, you got to go to this place, you'd fall we in love, it's beautiful, the, it's like, okay. I don't know, first I got to find the people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. Wow. Take a local Man. with me or something, just be like, okay, now you're showing me, because, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've had some places that have taken me a few times to find. And there's some kind of, like, fountain of youth out here, too. Just be, did you know that, Scott? No. There's like See, a Fountain of in Indiana. Yeah. I'm like, I need a fountain of youth see that's the yeah, type of right. stuff i put in my books and i i find the, the places that you can actually go and then so you get my book and you can actually go and i'll give you descriptions you know right because i want i want to lead people on some fun explorers like that you know
2: yeah you so don't have common. to go to
1: egypt to have fun you can just right. have
2: fun right where you are absolutely <laughs> yeah there's plenty to explore i mean especially if you if you take the time to get out there and and really explore your area
1: yeah really get curious and, and look at really look at it like that yeah. statue you go by every day what's the yeah. story behind it maybe there's a historic marker you know or right. just some old you know just check it out you're going to find some fun stuff
2: <laughs> oh absolutely i mean you've got some crazy stuff over there in ohio too scott i was oh, yeah. in ohio a few weeks ago yeah yeah for that. I mean, I'm really into that kind of stuff. I would rather mm-hmm. go find the the things that the golden treasures is what I like to call them because Oh, I like that. People don't know about them. They don't, you know, um,
1: there's like a, a really new
2: town and area is
1: boring. That's what I noticed. Yeah. Everyone thinks yeah. Yeah. wherever they are is boring. But you know what, wherever you live is exotic to somebody somewhere else.
2: Yeah. We got when we first moved out here our as a family together um because my husband always has to go before the rest of us because of starting work you know okay um so I tie up loose ends at one house and then then you know the kids and I go um so our first week as a family out here he'd get home from work we'd jump in the vehicle and we would just drive around for a few hours and we found so many things that I mean we're talking to people who have lived here all of their life, and I'm like, "Hi, hey, have you ever seen back when this bird? And they're like, "Huh?" I'm Yeah, because it. I <laughs> people just kind of quit
1: looking after a while, and that's the thing. Yeah. Someone else could have flown and driven and gone to all this trouble to come to right where you are. Just right. imagine, just imagine that you had done that, and there you are, yep. right where you are, wherever it is. There's going to be something fascinating if you just yeah. look around the right way. Right. So that's what I Absolutely. really hope to inspire in people. I love it when people,
2: you know, find things. I think that's why we adore you so much, because <laughs> that's what you're about. It's, it's yeah, it's totally more out and searching the the oddity of things mm-hmm. versus those things that everybody in, instinctively just flocks to.
1: Yeah, in, if in it's like already got town. tons of advertising and billboards and everything, well, yes. it doesn't need yes. the help. I, I try to exactly. steer people, like the book I've got coming out, I, I steer people to 10 different historic downtowns that, like, you probably go right by if you're using Google Maps to go here to there. You, it's not going right. to take you through the historic part. But, like, so I'm making, you, you got an excuse now to go to this little <clears> area. <throat> and there's so many neat things there. And there's so many, yeah. bo- I, I you know, I, I'm a former business owner. I used to have a coffee shop. So I can really oh, feel hmm. for anybody with a small business like I feel for them on a very real level you don't oh you don't have a small business it's a labor of love I mean you you, right. you know what I mean so I try to steer some people I want to keep those places in business you know they're yeah. so cool I find the old soda fountains and the old barber shops and stuff yeah. and I try to highlight them because they they deserve the love the old
2: bookstores oh my god I love them I love the smell of an old bookstore. Me too. Like it's crazy because I was so my mom has been she has worked for libraries within the library system as long as I can remember. Wonderful. Uh, that is what my mom did. And I can remember being a kid and being like, you know, the smell of the library and like oh, my they yeah. are looking at me like this woman she she's she's crazy and I'm like, no, no it's like, a very nice smell. For sure. like, what do you mean like but they found it to be kind of like an old, like now, library smell, like old and dusty and dingy. And I'm like, I love it. I absolutely Me too. love it.
0: And well, some
2: people are
1: just out of touch with smell.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, They had that syrup fountain at the Fire Museum, however. They had yeah. The,
1: oh, did they? Oh,
0: cool. They the old uh, Oh, uh, yeah.
1: That is great. Oh, hi. Hey, Cheryl's here. Hi,
2: Cheryl. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> yeah I'd rather go after the things that are you know like I said it's just there's little (laughs) golden treasures that people don't they're not really out looking for them because it's not, oh, it's not this museum, or it's not that, like, you can the have obvious
1: place that, uh, yeah. that has a big yeah. budget. It's like everybody, yeah. you know, knows yeah. about Coca-Cola and McDonald's or whatever, but right. what you know, in the, the in your town, the area, there's the things that get all the attention, but then there's the neat yeah. things, like, there is this wonderful museum in Jefferson, uh, Texas. It's called the Museum of Measurement and Time, and this oh. elderly couple... Um, run it, and they are the nicest people in the world. And she collects um, salt shakers, all sorts of different ones. She has thousands of them, and she remembers the story behind every single one. And so she wow. will tell you this. And it all started because he used to travel for work, and he started bringing her salt shakers every time he'd travel. he traveled. Um, he, for work, he he was a surveyor, so he has all his survey okay. equipment. But they have all these clocks. And they know all about the history of clocks and who knew that i mean clocks are neat but when they tell you about them it becomes so fascinating like yeah. if i were just walking in there alone i'd be like okay whatever but when they tell you about it walk you through it and it's just this little it's just something they were tired realized they were bored and so they opened okay. this, the museum of measurement of time which sounds huge but it's just this little thing that they made right. that and I just think that's so beautiful and like people should know about it. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I and and we are living in a, a day and age now with our society where a lot of that kind of history is just mm-hmm. fading away from us. Uh, you know, so these these little tiny, you know, mom and pop kind of like Yeah, you know, mom
1: and pop, labor. I love, love them. Mm-hmm. I
2: absolutely love them. And it, and it is, it 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 almost takes you back into that time into that era and I think maybe if more people had those very humbling experiences you know maybe there'd be more nice people walking around (laughs) like yeah (laughs) I don't know or like understanding people something because it really does it takes you it takes you back into that time
1: yeah it is it's good something it gives you that perspective of history because um growing up, I didn't know that I liked history. To me, history seemed to be just you learned about this battle and that yeah. battle and this, but it seemed very boring. But I was like, I remember saying, but I just like hearing about how people used to live uh, a yeah. 100 years ago, and how what their day to day life was. And someone was like, well, that's history. I'm like, what? No, but not from school. Like when I was a kid, I was like, uh, it was boring in school, uh, but, but really yeah. thinking like I love to think. And, and we can't yeah, it, it is fun. Things that really give you that taste of the past. So there are a lot yeah. of living history museums. You probably have some up in Ohio and Pennsylvania that yeah. you can go yeah. to. Do you have any near you? I love those where you can see, you know, how they may. They'll, they'll I, have, don't, I there's know. There's one near me where they do blacksmithing. Yeah, and you can go see. and you can see it, or they do weaving. You can see them weaving cloth and they're living. Oh, it was so funny. There's one in Fort Worth that's a living history museum and they have a mill and they're grinding okay. flour and they have a someone, you know, they're in their, their period clothes from the 1800s. And I yeah. move these, here's the hilarious thing. The first time I went there with my husband and I, I mean, we're going along and I'm like, wow, it really feels like the old days. And we come around the corner and I see a zombie and a vampire and they were having, um, a, a zombie bam, vampire film was in progress. I and mean, they were running to the cabin. I'm like, oh yes, and of course, Uh-oh. of course, yes. I do remember what a problem zombies and vampires were for the early settlers. And, and that's when one of the docents was like, Oh, we forgot to tell you, don't go over there. They're filming right now. I'm like, this is just really surreal. Because here you're, you're she's like churning butter or something. And I look over and they're like, ha! Ah, and he's like,
2: ah, you know, it was very funny. I forget <laughs> where it's at. I mean, it's uh, It's semi close to pennsylvania because i remember when we were still back in pennsylvania i wanted to take my boys to it but that is what it is it is like a like a settler yeah it's it's the old houses it is you're making your own food it is like over the and and even experience like that Mm -hmm. so when i was a kid we had field trips where we actually did get to go um it was actually in York. Do you remember that place, Scott? Oh, that sounds cool. That's Out on in York Street?
0: York Street? Yes. Yeah.
2: Where they would I mean, you would see all of the period stuff, but then they actually showed it to you and gave you right. hands-on experience if you wanted to try it. But see, this place here, it is like that's where you stay. Like that's where you sleep, that's yeah. where you, it's a, it's like a vacation, okay? But uh-huh. it's oh, wow. it's your vacation to understand how That's they just did this an
1: overnight thing. You don't just yeah. Oh, no, what is, is that? It's
2: an overnight thing. Like you oh, can do one night, two nights, three nights. Like it's yeah, it's like an overnight thing. Oh neat! So I really wanted to do that with yeah. my children because I thought you know what I I think that kind of experience, especially with how our technology is just oh sure stirred, you know like let's uh humanize these little kids a yeah. little bit you know and and really get them to see Mm -hmm. where they have come from oh yeah because and it's sad you know I I have kids that you know sprawl out in ages still in school and stuff like that but even from when I was in school to where they are at now some of the Mm -hmm. things that we learned in history about our history our settlers Mm -hmm. they're not learning about it yeah and I'm like why like the this is the history I like, I like we should be teaching our kids. Like they should understand Mm -hmm. where all of this has evolved from, you know, Mm -hmm. like you think we just got here overnight. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I I love, I love those kind of experiences. And I I, I think it's amazing for families to go do together. It can, Mm -hmm. it can either bring you together or you're going to want to kill each other by the time you're done with an experience like that. But, but it's also very humbling. It is. And it's
1: good to just unplug and engage together with the world around you.
2: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) I think it's
1: what all my books are really about, even the travel ones, even the cemetery ones. It's about getting out there and just having your own experience. Now,
2: do you have, do you have a new book in mind yet? Are your gears already kind of moving? Oh, I've
1: always got a few books going. Yeah. I mean, I've (laughs) got that one coming out in October, the Dallas scavenger one. So yeah, but um, I do, I want to been working on that. I didn't think I was going to write is um, a a dementia caregivers memoir because my father-in-law lived with us for like three years and he had dementia and just what I went through my way of coping with it because I, I write is I just write whenever I'm stressed out and people mm-hmm. were like, Oh, you should write about him. And I was like, no, and, but, mm-hmm. I would, but I would, but I had to vent. I had to get my feelings out and everything. Right. And then, so right. after he passed away and some time went by, oh, I started yeah. by reading through it and some of it's pretty darn funny. And um, I, I did start sharing some things on Facebook, some of the funnier bits and people were like, I, I didn't want anyone to think I was being disrespectful to him, but they were right. all like, no, we, I ended up making him his own Facebook page at one Point because he loved it and um and people were like share more bob stories so it was like a thing (laughs) once or twice a week i'd be sharing these bob stories so that is one book that i want to i ha i didn't realize i i guess i accidentally wrote it now it's it's huge it's like really big for a book so my main thing is i just need to trim it down so that it can go out because yeah i thank you kathy i think it's a book that i need to write like I, i i really like to help people if i can and my books you know a lot of memoirs like they they you know, my this one's very lighthearted. Like, there's yeah. a, hopefully people will be laughing as they yeah. uh, read it um, because they that was that's my that's the way I cope with everything is I, I play around with it until it makes me laugh and then I can deal with it. That's kind of my cope, my main right. coping mechanism in life. So, if I can share that with someone else, is going and maybe get them to think ahead a little bit but I'm like yeah, yeah. so that's one I'm working on that's huge um, some other ideas oh my gosh I don't know I've got a few I've got one that I, I jokingly call cats of the world because everywhere we go like we were in Turkey we were at this really ancient ruins and I'm taking pictures of these cats and people shared this <laughs> meme with me recently that like someone had done like when you're in an ancient c- civilization and all you do is take pictures of the cats and I'm like okay bust <laughs> <it> because <laughs> I'm always but people cats would come up and just like pose for me yeah. I mean I was getting these really great pictures a cat people and people are telling me like even our egyptologist guy he's like what is the deal with you like cats were coming up you know so yeah that's what i have to do um oh that <clears> is <throat> nice my bob stories definitely helped us deal with our moms oh well that is nice to hear you guys yeah you know it's like i think sometimes sharing your own yeah. and some, since i love to write i guess if i can share and maybe that helps some people that would love that yeah um so yeah some other i don't know what else do i have i have other i, I always have like um Sometimes the books that I, I think that is coming out, like I have I'll have a certain book like this year, I'm going to publish this book. And then right. I end up publishing a completely different book. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, the books kind of have a mind of their own, right. <laughs> as far as like, now we're mm-hmm. not ready, this or that. So I, I don't even know what else um, I do I am working on a um a, re- a like a revised version of my cemetery symbols book oh, that has okay. a lot more photos in it and a little bit of, of some updated things um that I've learned it it is something you know you never just go oh I know it all now I'm done no I <laughs> right. am con- I am constantly like I have this big box full of like research files and then I talk to every every you know as many um cemetery caregivers caretakers as I can I'm right. constantly learning this it's, it's not a it's like it's not like you're ever just done right um, oh oh one book that I need to get done I keep thinking every year this book I will it will be out is the one about the 1897 airship mystery I've done so much research on that you know we have um, about 20 minutes north of me there is a grave of an alleged alien right. face yeah. I did a lot of um, <laughs> research in newspaper archives to see, I wanted to know um, what people of that time actually thought of it, not what we think now. I really wanted right. to put my, cause like what we're talking about, like what was it like to live in 1897? Yeah. I really wanted to know. So I looked for personal accounts of, you know, like I, I got a good one, this farmer, one of my favorites is like a farmer. He was out at, tending his chores at night. It was starting to get dark and he thought he heard a bunch of bees coming over him Uh, so you think like what if i mean in 1897 you're not really hearing a lot of machinery there are not a lot of machines you're like now we hear so many machines all the time how would you describe a machine if or an engine sound he it. people thought it was bees or people who thought it was tornado was coming if they saw something weird in the sky and they just went into their tornado shelter people thought it was the end of the world Um, so i tried to collect things like that so my book will be not like oh i think it was this i think it was that it's more like um what were people seeing? What did they think they were seeing? Because here in Texas, there were hundreds of alleged sightings in like a two month period. And then it just quit. So you know, what were they seeing? I'm not saying it was a UFO. I, I mean, other than it was unidentified or people were seeing something. But I just want to know what they were feeling, what they were thinking. So I'm really trying to get that. My favorite thing would be if I could find somebody's diary entry. But so far, I've just found things that have been in the newspapers. So that's another one. Yeah, beyond that, I I never know what I'm going to be writing next. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I write all the time. I research all the time. I never really know what's going to make it into print.
2: (laughs) I think it's crazy, though. I mean, that's a lot of people who write. It's kind of like you're you're always doing more than one project at a time. Like you're writing more than one thing at a time. Yeah, I, I know a few people. You, you're not the only one in it, but that, that's, that? how that's how their mind works too. It's like their work, they're always working on more than like one thing at a time. Well, because sometimes it's just
1: not ripe. You know, it's like, and so the project, you just hit this dead end and like, you just can't deal with it emotionally. Like the Bob one, I couldn't write it when I was really close to it. And now that I've had a little time, I've been able to pick through it. Now I have a little better. Now I can kind of shape the narrative of it. But when I was living it, I couldn't, I didn't even think it was going to be a book. That was my private stuff, which is good because it's, you know, I just say everything in there. (laughs) It was not meant for anybody's eyes, except for what I would put on Facebook. I'd be like, okay, you know, but um. But yeah, so so what my point was, I had a point in there. Oh, but sometimes, okay. So I will work on a project and it just I hit an end. So then I right. know I can just pick up another project and work on that, and yeah. then just be like, yeah. uh, done with writing for the day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> done,
2: yeah. Done. <laughs> and I mean, but, I would imagine that's that's what they call like what that writer's block,
0: where you just kind of hit that wall and you just, just kind of like yeah. Stop. I never, I never right. really feel like I have more writer's like a writer to <laughs> yield, <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, way are, are you going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This one's just not ready yet. You know, you can't force it like right. it's just if it's not ready. But yeah, yeah. And, um no, I just I don't have any intention to quit writing anytime soon, that's for sure. Well, I do, I we're do okay with that. Right. I, just, I love to research and I I love I get a lot of inspiration. I mean, I've been writing a lot of articles lately and um I, I do enjoy um, when people ask me questions. I like to feel helpful, you know, so when people right. want to know what something is, I'll, I'll do the research for it. It gives me an excuse. I love researching. It's mm-hmm. fun to try and figure things out. So
2: Right. I, I agree.
1: Yeah. It was like um, my book, uh, Six Feet Under Texas. Some of the research <laughs> I did for that was really fun. So I like discovered, the name of someone they just call rope walker over in Corsicana but I I, he's a one-legged type rope walker did I talk to you guys about him before well I
0: read uh,
1: oh you read that so you know yeah Yeah, so that was a lot of fun (laughs) to figure out the identity of this mystery grave (laughs) so yeah
2: now did any have any of your books come from come from other people coming to you and asking you about things or or is most of it in um, your books kind of like your own like research I- into things
1: um well i mean i it, i do my own research like i never just take someone else's i don't just like go to wikipedia and go okay i'm done researching like i <laughs> I, I try to get a lot of
2: down to uh, the bottom of it yes yeah, so
1: that's yeah. like so like you know like when i was researching um that thing about rope walker i I looked into newspaper archives and I tried to find right. things about it. And that's when I realized they had the wrong year on the headstone. It was actually 1883 and not 1884 that he died because mm-hmm. it was oh. in the newspapers. And, um, but this book, I have a book um, with Reedy Press called a hundred things to do in Dallas Fort Worth before you die. And so for this book, um, I actually asked my newsletter readers what they thought should belong on a um, a bucket list about North Texas, and that was really enlightening to me because um, I had always thought of a bucket list as being like stuff you were only going to do once, like skydiving or something. Right. You know? Riding a camel. <laughs> no, I would do that again, maybe, but skydiving. But, <laughs> sky diving, um, but uh, you know, but then the, I, what the suggestions that people gave me, I realized that what belongs on your bucket list are things that you would like to do. You did as a kid you did with your children as they were growing up things you want to do with take your grandkids to do the things that like, are so meaningful that you want other people to do them. I was like, I never thought of a bucket list in that regard. And so like one of the places that I ended up putting in my book is Burgers Lake, which is a a swimming hole because so many of my newsletter readers, I mean, I had people in Maine and this is funny thing. They lived in Texas. Some of the people on my newsletter don't live in Texas anymore. But when I put out a call to them, like what should be on a bucket list, I was getting people I live in Idaho now, but You should is this place still around? They should eat at this restaurant. Candlelight Inn, which is really fancy. It's a really interesting restaurant. It's Italian and Mexican food, which is perfect for Texas. And it's really mid-century with all this neon. Oh, we've got Miss Otis here now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I, I got a lot of help in that regard. And then I did the research to see what was open and what wasn't. But there were places that I I didn't even know about Burgers Lake until people were telling me like, oh, this needs to be, it's a wonderful watering hole. I mean, swimming hole. And, you know, we have so many memories. So that's what I did. We have been very helpful with cemetery symbols. We have been taking my 10-year-old granddaughter to the cemetery. Oh, she's intrigued. That is so neat. That is so neat. I hope you have my little guide to hands because um, I give that when people sign up to my newsletter. um,
0: It pops up. Oh, I yeah. give them, Yeah,
1: I have a pop up. You go to my website and you sign up and get that because that's how I got my husband interested in cemetery symbols. He used to go around. I never liked to go to a cemetery alone. And he always comes with me. But, you know, he, right. be, he used to be kind of bored and he would just sit in the car <laughs> or just be like looking on his phone or whatever. But I started <laughs> pointing out hands to him and what they meant. And then he started going Oh, well, do you have this kind of hand? What does this hand mean? You know, this or that. Because hands are like easily identifiable. I mean, right. we've all had them at some point in our life, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> and we can, you know, they're they're not so obscure that we can't. But they can mean so many different things, so it's a lot of fun. Oh, good. Right. Okay. Oh, thanks, Kathy. Well, that means a lot to me. <laughs> I am so glad, and that's so neat that you're ten year old. I wish someone that is
2: ten year old That's awesome.
1: I was going to cemeteries when I was ten years old, but I was just oh. making up my ideas of what different things meant. My friends and I would play and run around in the cemetery. There was a historic yeah. one near us, and that's we where t-
0: t- t- we just make fun of some of the names.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's always fun. I mean, you know, <laughs> I still love reading the different names. Um, yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> there's, yeah a, there's some
1: if someone's got a really interesting name i will go home and research it like there was a yeah. guy named um dude hunter wow. and he had a military grave like he had he oh, honor- oh, been wow. honorably discharged and yada yada so my friend actually i told her about dude hunter and she was on ancestry so she looked him up and she found out that he'd died in a bar fight where he got stabbed in the heart. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry about dude. But I mean, you know, (laughs) poor Poor
0: dude.
1: I mean, poor dude. He was, I guess, a scrappy fella. But um, there was an article. Yeah, but, it, you know, someone with a really interesting name like that or an interesting epitaph, it is kind of fun to go home and look up the history behind them. Some of them I still I
2: think can't my find. biggest thing was the last names. So, like, I grew up in a very small town. Everybody, honestly. Me too. Everybody. Oh, like, oh you know? okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we went to the cemetery and you saw, like, a weird last name, it's like. What are they are doing you? here? Yeah, how they, they get here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And, and you oh. run home and, you know, we ask our parents, hey, who's this up in the cemetery? And, oh. No, I'm they sure, didn't know.
0: <laughs> I sure remember. Not on. all of them now. I think her name was Georgie and uh, Freddafrock. Well,
2: Frock. Frida Frock. Frida Frock. Frick-
1: Frick- Frick- I know one of my one of my favorite names um, is a first name and it's Fleetha. It's T-H L I T H like like Fleetha. Like, yeah. like Lisa with a really strong lisp or something like yeah. Fletha. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, how do you even Tlitha? I've never seen a Tlitha before, but yeah, mm-hmm. there are some really interesting fun names and cemeteries <laughs> for sure. Yes. <laughs> Kathy's saying, oh, her daughter's interested in the dates, the names and local history. That's cool. And she's, yes, yeah, yeah. So it's a great way to learn local history. Um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah.
2: Learn local history. Spend time mm-hmm. with your grandbaby. And uh, yeah. see plants.
1: <laughs> you know, The plants and flowers here in Texas cemeteries are a great place to see the blue bonnets right now. And Indian paintbrush and other things. Um, iris and all sorts of beautiful plants. Trees, old trees. Yeah. There's some around here that are great for getting pecans uh, that you can eat, you know, stuff like that.
2: I wish we're getting snow out here. So, I mean, oh, you guys,
1: I know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's so it cold cool. up where you guys yeah. are.
2: I think yeah, it was 90 to here today.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it's crazy.
2: One day it snows. The next day it's like 80 degrees outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Mother Nature. I see yeah. you are not having a good life yeah, it's right good. now. Like, oh. it's
0: just <laughs> can make us mine.
2: Uh, yeah my goodness <laughs> sorry scott i'm i'm abandoning your ass no, and no. going <laughs> back to the east coast yeah, i suck. love you man
0: <laughs> oh well <laughs> i'll cut I'll, I'll down but
2: see, now i'm gonna have to deal with not getting any snow and because we grew up in pennsylvania i'm gonna miss the snow Yeah. Like, like I've already told my parents, like, yeah, like, so when we know y'all were going to get a big, huge snowstorm, I'm going to pack up the kids and we're coming to Pennsylvania for a snowstorm. That sounds
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I used to ski to school sometimes because there was a bunch of, there was a wheat field in between me and the school. (laughs) It was nice. Yeah, we had,
2: even that is so different. It's funny because, like, you talk about walking to school and like, we walk to school. I, yeah. I've heard all the stories about my parents walking to school. It's like. That's true. Nowadays, everyone gets dry, ridden,
0: yeah. like <laughs> drives. Yeah, yeah they yeah. drive.
2: Go catch that big yellow thing. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you walk... better
2: catch it because if you don't, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a place to walk six boxes. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Only six blocks. Wow, Here. that's
0: nothing. <laughs> I went too far. Yeah, now
2: see my, my elementary school was literally right over a hill from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So I like I used to be Oh, do you guys remember being able to actually leave school for lunch? Like come home for yeah. lunch if you oh, live yeah. close enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can't do that anymore either. Gone are the days. Oh, <laughs> gone I used to, are the days. I used to But in elementary school and intermediate school, it was literally right there so mm-hmm. I would just I'd walk to school I'd walk home for lunch get lunch go back to school the same thing like I mean even high school we walked I mean it was a little oh,
0: bit, it's, it's a little bit for
2: middle school. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I know they would hardly ever cancel school in eastern Washington for snow, but in western wow. Washington, Seattle, my friends there, they'd just get the teeniest bit of snow, and they'd be like, ooh, got three really days too. off, yeah. they don't have the equipment for it. No yeah, one knows how to drive in it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. here in Texas, everyone freaks out, but, you know, we get those horrible ice pellets. It's very different. It doesn't yeah. look like anything, but it's It's like black ice everywhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: yeah Yeah. i'll definitely i'll definitely miss it but like i said at least i've still got connections and oh yeah where where we get and it's weird out here because they actually get more snow than pennsylvania does but pennsylvania gets a bigger accumulation of snow with their snowfall
0: where are you going
2: exactly um, we're going to South Carolina. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, that is going to be different. But we're from Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. So, I like, I totally understand her comment because, you know, we're used to big, huge snowstorms back in Pennsylvania. Cat. So, I mean, yeah. they, they get, like, a foot of snow out here and they don't know how to drive. And, like, yeah. the husband and I are just flying or like, because we're used to driving in feet of yeah. snow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's it's yeah. I was
2: surprised too. It's like what there's like a dusting on the road and they're canceling school. Was... Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure, but yeah, my how times do change. Absolutely. They do. <laughs>
0: well, I'll I'll try a more so on that.
2: <laughs> You're not missing anything, Scott. You're yeah. really not. Yeah cat <laughs>
0: on.
2: my one cat she is always up on my desk it's just like now yeah, i'm in she's a different spot right now, i don't like. normally you know i don't
1: have a drawer for her to sit in like normally so i don't have it all right? we've been doing all this work around our house so it's kind of different right
2: yeah. but they find their ways and
0: they find
2: oh, the yeah.
1: places. now she's trying to chew the wire my 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 <laughs> earphones
2: <laughs> don't do that girl yes I, I can't tell you how many um charging cords i've had to replace oh,
1: oh yeah. they just love it i'm like don't think it's it zapped i mean them. it's plugged in
2: but she's like you would think yeah but <laughs> you know <laughs> it's crazy. maybe it's just it's just not enough to really bother them i don't know mm-hmm. yeah but mine <laughs> do it all the time <laughs> yeah
0: yeah pasties <laughs>
2: Yeah, it will be interesting to see. Like once we move, for the cats to find like their new spots and oh yeah, you know, yeah. their hiding spots and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we have two dogs and two cats, and typically my my cats are not bothered by my dogs. Mm-hmm. um But my little hairball, who's about the size of a Chihuahua, he's he he's hyper, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes my cats are just like. Nope, not today. Uh-oh, not not today. doing it. Not doing it. Um, they go to their hiding spot or that poor little dog gets whipped around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's only about like this tall. I, my one cat is actually bigger than my dog. Yeah. Yeah. And he the, no, that cat just lets him have it. So it's interesting. Well. <laughs> Oops. I love cats though. I mean, just for that reason. Amazing personalities. Yeah. They are
1: i know i wish when i travel i wish i could take my cat that's the that's the hardest part about traveling is not having my cat with me
2: do you have any travels coming up or are you kind of just hunkering down at home for a little bit now uh
1: well actually i do (laughs) (laughs) um yes and i need to get ready for them well first of all my sister's coming so that's gonna be great in may so she's gonna come for a couple weeks and then okay here we go Uh, um and then uh, when she leaves, um, my husband and I, he kind of arranged a thing. We are going to go up to Nova Scotia.
0: Wow. And nice. then
1: uh, we're going to see the cemetery where the um, Titanic, victims of the Titanic are buried. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we're going to go to Iceland and see Iceland. Um, cool. Then I'm going to visit my stepdaughter in uh, Britain for a little bit. We're gonna go down. We're gonna go. We're gonna take the Eurostar through the Channel. (laughs) I've never been through the Channel, (laughs) and we're gonna go to Paris so I can see Pere Lachaise Cemetery, which I've wanted to see forever.
2: Right. Um,
1: Then we're gonna go see Norway and some places like that. I I don't even know. I I need to look at everything. He's been like, well, I was madly finishing up my book. He was like, you know, he was working on that. He was putting together this cool cool yo trip so we will be gone wow. and yeah <laughs> we're gonna be gone for that awesome and um, well,
2: hmm?
0: i would say that um titanic cemetery which one it's a, a temporary stone i sent you a time remember titanic survivor
1: oh yeah the titanic survivors Marino,
0: the one i sent you oh um that's well when you were doing Cemetery still. Yeah,
1: yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. That, yeah. that,
0: that, that church in uh, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, okay. The, yeah, uh, yeah. That would be cool to see. I mean, I hope I could, I, yeah. you know, right when COVID hit, we had a, a trip going up the eastern seaboard we were gonna go visit all these historic cemeteries like in Boston and you know all the way up to New York and just uh but right. that got cancelled so it was gonna starting in like Savannah and just we were gonna work our way up to all these cemeteries but we didn't get to do it so yeah
0: another Always time yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> another time right so, <laughs> well that sounds so exciting oh, i still yes, have to Keep us in the loop and post
1: it in. yeah. I will. It will,
2: I will be very it will be very nice to see all of your pictures all
1: my cat photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We'll take more photos.
0: Oh, no, I get <laughs> <laughs> well
1: Sandy's listening. Sandy Lopez says hi. She's listening as well. Oh nice. Hi Sandy. I'm glad she is tuned in. Well, if anyone has any questions, let let ask them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. And so I'm gonna do my best to share my travels as we go along and um, I'll share things on facebook and let people know where they can follow along um and because uh, i like to try and share my travels right. when i can
0: yeah
1: i'm still digesting the last trip we were on though i still i
0: still <laughs> i have
1: so many notes and things that i took I, I need to go through them all i mean that was an overload
2: <laughs> right
0: yeah but
1: <laughs> oh and one thing that yeah i got my fortune told on our trip it was a lot of fun i need to listen back to it it was we were in turkey and this lady, um, really sweet gal, I, I wanted some Turkish coffee because I love coffee. You know, I used no, to coffee house. So I'm, like, I'm like, I'm in Turkey. I don't care. I'm getting turkey. I just asked, I saw this gal. She looked really sweet. And I said, you know, can I have, do you have Turkish coffee? Because I heard her speaking a little English. And she's like, yeah. So we sat down and she goes, I will make you a wonderful coffee and I will tell your fortune just for fun. I'm like, what? And so she, um, you know, oh. had me drink the coffee and then turned it upside down. And then she read the, um, what it meant you know yeah well the funny part was um i and i figured we must have picked a good coffee house because there were some cops sitting there and some you know locals it wasn't just a tourist like right we were the right. only tourists in there actually um so she starts telling me my fortune and then this man jumps up and he comes over and he's looking over his shoulder he's like tell her about this he's like backseat driving <laughs> <laughs> telling her oh did you tell her this and so they a couple of them are talking about like what it means and so it was a lot of fun oh wow yeah, and so she let me videotape and I need to listen to that videotape yeah. again because I was like can I videotape this and I need to see if it came true yeah. <laughs> right I was just excited that how it, was this is. it was pretty neat I enjoyed it it was a lot of fun
2: uh, and when you're when you're in a different area like that, I mean, it, it's just a very takeaway experience. You can have your fortune right here all you want. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when you're somewhere completely different, uh, that's, yeah, that's cool. It
1: was that's just really one cool. of those totally unplanned, nice things. And I yeah. think we were right by the water. You know, there were a lot of docks down there. And One thing that made me laugh was that, you know, here, if you're down by the docks, you'll see um, people will put like a blue tarp, blue plastic tarp over something. Um, yeah. over there they had Turkish rugs over everything like oh these oh, really okay. nice rugs like I'm like oh my gosh they just threw this really nice rug over you know a bunch a bale of whatever just some stuff I'm like I guess to them it's just like hey eh, just an old rug <laughs> they have all these really right. great Turkish rugs everywhere so to them they aren't as exotic as they are over here you know
2: <laughs> trail yeah trail
1: that well, was funny to me I was just like wow okay huh <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. Nice. Well, I guess
2: they—they they might. I mean, some of those areas might not even have like access to certain things that that it, like we have.
1: It is very different. Like in Egypt, I saw uh, people ox oxen pulling carts, yeah. and people little kids oh, on a, like wow. riding on a you know, yeah, donkeys and pulling carts, and just I mean everything from. You know, the modern day vehicles down to just a lot of things pulled by animals, still being plowing with uh, an ox. And um, yeah, it was interesting to see. It was like, wow, that's really, that's flashback in time,
2: kind of. Yeah, it was. It was. You see little kids, like
1: three kids on the back of an ox or something. You're like, wow.
2: (laughs) That's yeah. Cool. I think that's why I I so enjoy the Amish communities that are still around. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like we have Amish communities here in Indiana, Scott. I know you you got them in Ohio yeah. there. I mean, from where we're from, Pennsylvania, it's like Yeah. Yeah, it I that's I, I really enjoy the Amish communities because of that it kind of gives you that that flashback and kind of in, in time in a way.
1: Do you go so, and like buy jam and things from them?
0: No. Oh,
2: I like, I do like, yeah, yeah we have a, a local like Amish market. Oh, cool. And so when we first moved out here, I was so bummed out because mm-hmm. I did, I did a lot of shopping, especially like my homemade bread and stuff like that from, from the Amish. Cool. Um, so, when we came out here, I did not realize that there were still as many Amish communities that there are, like yeah. in, in Indiana and Ohio, the way that they are. Uh-huh. Uh, so, it was a very pleasant surprise to actually oh, come neat. to find out that, like, our closest Amish oh, community is like, awesome. what, like 40, 40 minutes north of us. Like, it, you go 40 minutes one way and it's nothing but big city, but you go 40 yeah. minutes another way and it's It's
1: two hundred years back in time, or something. Yeah, Yeah, that is so cool. It's
2: neat. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's cool. I just saw the thing from
1: Kathy. So, Kathy, you're the one that Sandy Sandy's been telling me about how she goes with her friend through different cemeteries. Now I know. Now I'm putting the two together. Thank you, Kathy, (laughs) for helping me put that together. (laughs) It's like you guys have some pretty cool cemeteries that you're able to walk through. Cemeteries.
2: They're peaceful. It's. Just, I
1: don't know. I've, I've always been very drawn to cemeteries. I just. I'm always telling people Especially that. Especially cem- your cem- older
2: ones. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. the old
1: ones. They bring. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt anybody who's mourning. I love to go to an older cemetery where everyone has passed away, so that you know you're going to bump into historians and genealogists mm-hmm. or whatever. But, but, mm-hmm. but even so, I mean, I just like to remind people that cemeteries are for the living. I mean, you know, they're. Who knows what when you pass away and you're buried, I mean, no one can say, we won't know yet, luckily, but I mean, the the cemetery does exist to provide comfort to us and on many levels, not just because you know, someone who's, uh, buried yeah. there, but because it's a place where there are old trees and there's wonderful plants, and you can be kind of quiet and commune yeah. with nature. Not that many places you can go that are quiet. I mean, bookstores and libraries are nice, and then cemeteries. You know what I mean? I love all of those places. So I guess there's yeah. a theme.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh, historic cemetery has
1: been so much fun to learn yeah great yeah it's Mm -hmm. a really way to engage with the past and well and and the present at the same time so it can be very nourishing for us I think
0: yeah
1: yeah I'm hoping to go this week and go look for some flowers and things in our local cemeteries
0: It's like when I start Are you setting that on a piano?
1: It sounds like a piano when you set it down. When you set your drink down.
0: Oh, really?
1: It, <laughs> it, it sounds like a piano. It goes like, like it's a, a, Yeah.
0: It's a it's a metal table.
1: Oh, it faked me out. I thought I was like, he's sitting at a grand piano or something. <laughs> he's gonna do it.
0: he's gonna you're gonna play us out. <laughs> well <I> could, yeah, <laughs> yeah, You can do crack karaoke. for oh, okay. us.
1: <laughs> oh nice. Yeah. I have, Yeah, I've heard things in cemeteries and I wish I had been recording. Like I heard children giggling in this one cemetery I was in. I was like, Oh man, why didn't I get that? I mean, it was audible. It was not right. I, I you know, I never think to to get the recordings. I should more.
2: <laughs> That's a, I, I really like going into some of your older ones that are like family based, like, Oh, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like it's the same family in the, um. so like back where I'm from, in, like, the North Cadoris Township area, there is a cemetery where that's exactly what it is. It's probably about three generations of family. Oh, okay. Um, and they're slaves, too. So, the, you know, the huh. slaves are were, were buried with them. They,
0: they wow. That's the seemed... Yeah.
2: Yeah. It is so neat. And it's one of those things where, so we were just out driving around. Mm-hmm. And we stumbled across, like, ah, an old dirt road. Ah, sure, why not? We've got nothing else better to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we start going up this old like dirt road and then it kind of like veers off. And it's like I have at this point in time, even though I'm from this area, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is weird. I've never seen this before. I don't know where we're at. Yeah. So well, oh well, we're gonna go the way that we don't <laughs> know where it's gonna take us. That's how we found that cemetery. I mean, it is it is back in a very deep wooded area. But Ooh. once you get back into the area, it just opens up, and there's this family cemetery. Wow! And it's, and it's and oddly enough, so you know we're all from the same area. All of my family, most of my friends, you know, grew up in the same area, and almost everybody that I talked to had mm-hmm. no idea that fam- that family cemetery was back there. Oh wow! Yeah, isn't that and something- the only the only person we were able to come across that knew anything about it mm-hmm. was. So when you live when you leave the cemetery and you keep going down this like dirt lane, it brings you to a, an old farmhouse and I'm like, oh shit, we're on someone's property now. Yeah. Like, you know. But the guy was so cool. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like we were just no, no, no. Like he was so cool about it, and I was like, well, hey, like offhand, you know, would you happen to know anything about the cemetery? And he just, oh yeah, you know. And, Oh that's nice. What he knew about it and he actually said he said I, like I've been the one taking care of this. Oh okay. He, I'm like that is so cool. I'm like bless your heart. Yeah. It is I will um I'll send you the information for it Scott because I think I actually found it in that um oh that uh that what is it cemetery.com or great great gray- yeah it's five something degrees, like yeah. that.
0: Five I think five. I
2: actually found it in that website but it's like nope it's, it's one of those little golden treasures nobody wow. knows it's there yeah that's great but yet you would think people would know because it's people who grew up in the area that you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah, yeah that was that was a really cool find
0: i like find wow. the grave.com um, yeah. yeah find yeah. the
1: grave's very good yeah. i love
0: it too yeah.
2: yeah yeah i haven't used that for a while
0: i do but uh, we yeah, stumbled
2: but... when we first moved out here and it was it was the coolest craziest but kind of creepiest thing all at once it was so weird and like we were just within our first you know week here and just driving around we're on some of these back roads and indiana becomes very like they don't they they don't name their roads oh. like for real like, roads will just cut through acres and acres and acres and acres of cornfield, and they don't bother to name it. It's just like, oh, really? country it's just... road, to- yes, I'm serious. Yes. It's just like, oh. country road too, okay. <laughs> All right, it's good to know I'm on country road too, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, so we were just on one of these old back roads. And so we came across like this, this fence, and I took notice to like, a lot of old stuffed animals. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, Brian, you gotta stop. And my husband, he knows my quirkiness, my weirdness. <laughs> so he's just like, wife, and I'm like, you're stopping. Like, you need to let me out. Yeah. Well, we come across this like old like plaque. It I mean, it reminds you of like one of your your smaller tombstones, but then there was a plaque on top of it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make out anything that was on this plaque anymore. And I, I mean, the old, like the wheatgrass, whatever you call it, was kind of grown up and around and all these stuffed animals. And it was like, wow. the longer I sat there, I just felt like this instant sorrowness hit me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we're not leaving until I clean this up. And it's like, my kids are looking at me like, she's seriously going to do this right now. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I did. I mean, like, no, we're not moving until I get all of these stuffed animals picked out out of the grass. I that opened this back nice. up like but that was another one like Mm -hmm. I would I've asked people in the area like do you know anything about this like for me to see stuffed animals I think a child or children oh for sure but yet nobody knows a thing about it Wow! I got pictures of it Mm -hmm. I've showed the pictures I'm like you know yeah like this is what it looked like before that you know I nobody knows anything about it I'm like that's Oh, okay.
1: well, Sandy's watching from Facebook.
2: Oh, okay. Hi, right. Sandy. So glad. Hi, thanks, thanks for watching. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've got some from Facebook and YouTube tonight. Oh, I see. Yeah,
0: and, Twi- and, and Twitch. <laughs> and Twitch. Oh,
2: and Twitch. I didn't see any Twitch ones pop up. Oh. Yeah, <laughs>
0: was a good start <laughs> Investigation. I can oh, uh, that's yeah.
2: nice. Well, it's very nice. Thanks to
1: everybody who's watching. I hope we're... <laughs> it's been interesting. And if you have any questions, go ahead and ask. <laughs>
2: yeah I know I yeah I I, I can't there's just something in me that says no like if if that was my space if that was my you you know space memorial space Mm -hmm. I would hope that somebody would take care of it and and not let it get overgrown and you know I yeah it it was just it was seeing those it was seeing those stuffed animals I I mean those Mm -hmm. once I saw those stuffed animals it just like it you know, I'm looking at my own little tiny humans and I'm like, how could somebody just let this go?
0: Like, yeah. Right.
1: I carry a little whisk broom, like dustpan, a little whisk broom with me. That's good for just getting like bird poop and just the general. I mean, I don't, I yeah. I, 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 do like the cemeteries that recently people had gone through and really cleaned with official cleaning stuff and cleaned mm. the marble. I have never mm-hmm. done that, but I, but I will like just try and do the cursory just cleaning a little bit you know right I, I do think it's wonderful when people adopt um a certain cemetery and really take care of it a lot of you know boy scouts will do that boy scout yeah. troops um, I, you know sometimes it'll be an eagle scout project for somebody or there's that right but yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i follow i follow a few people um i mean mainly on tiktok though where, I mean, that's what they do. That's, what, that's how they spend their time is they go out and they clean. Oh, there's some
1: people who just do amazing jobs yeah. on the clean. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's nice to see it be brought back to life and you can actually mm-hmm. read it again. You can, mm-hmm. it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, it is.
1: Preserving history is really great. And what I like too, is, um, I was reading an article about different groups that, um, you know, the cradle graves are the graves that have like a little flower bed in front of it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the day, it would have been full of flowers. And some cemeteries that I've been to here in Texas, someone's obviously going and putting flowers in them. But there are right um, some places where local gardening associations will adopt a cemetery and get permission from the cemetery foundation to go mm-hmm. back and, yeah. you know, and to put flowers back in those. It's yeah. very nice. That's, mm-hmm. what that's how they're supposed to be. That's what, you know, they're for the yeah.
2: living. <laughs> we passed a, a, a cemetery out here. It's, it's been a few months. But at first I was at first I was like, what the hell are these people doing? And then I realized what they were doing. It was a a group of probably between like six to eight people. Uh-huh. They went to each to I mean to each tombstone and mm-hmm. they were laying flowers down at each tombstone. Wow. I'm like, that is so cool. I'm like, that, that is. is cool. Mm-hmm. yeah that's the first time i've ever seen anything like that so i mean that was that was kind of that was really cool to see
1: around yes, um, yes. you know may for memorial day and veterans day there are people who do that flags The flags oh, flag you know, which is nice. song. Yeah. yeah yeah i've seen the uh, boy scouts going through and putting those down in different you know groups getting together, right. together. i think that's nice <laughs> very nice
2: yeah, Literally. once you once you finally get to make your ventures up through the East Coast, you'll have to let us know. Right. I will. I'll be bugging we can you guys it in on some locations. Tell me the cool now. ones.
1: We can go yep. and enjoy them on all sorts of levels. Right. <laughs> we can catch some EVPs or something too while we're there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so. yeah, it'll be awesome. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, be a lot of fun. Well, Scott. Um, I, I think I'm gonna bounce off here. I got little munchkins to get ready for bed.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. so cute.
2: So I get, I get one more day with my husband and then he has to leave. So well,
1: good luck well. with your move, you got a lot. I know that's not an easy feat. So good luck. I'm with just your glad move. I don't
2: gotta pack anything. That like, is stop,
1: great. Gonna... <laughs> I here's to the unpacking. Wonderful. Yes.
0: <laughs> well.
2: That's the fun part. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I think we're at a good point. Okay. So we can uh, go ahead and sign off. We're going definitely have you back on again.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um there's no doubt about that. We will have you back on the end. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: well, thanks to everybody. Yeah. Thanks to you guys That's for having me great. on and thanks to everybody who watched. So
2: yeah. yeah. It, they're watching from, thanks guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It,
0: no, it yeah. was fun. Was, oh yeah. Have Always great. fun to chat Good with time. you guys. <laughs> yeah fine
2: yeah we'll definitely have you back okay in the yeah.
1: fall <laughs> how's that we'll do it in the fall
2: right. when she's done all of her new ventures again yeah yeah when i got my
1: new book out and spooky season's on i'll be all ready to talk some ghosty stuff we'll have some right fun. Yeah. Nice. thanks everybody sherry okay. ghostwriter and kathy and thank you everybody. Yeah. Bob have a good night everyone you bye everybody bye. Take care. Bye, bye you guys bye <laughs>